From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Design Plug Disneyland Edition, episode 485, for the week of August 16th, 2015. The Design Plug Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good and tired friends, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulata-Willie, and Michael Bowling. And in this segment, we talk about our personal impressions of the D23 Expo. And if you don't do impressions, just tell me your thoughts. Um, and if you hear it in our voices, you will hear we are tired. We are recording this Monday after we are all home from the Expo. Um, I got in about ooh, uh, three hours ago. Michael walked in the door five minutes ago, so <laughs> we are tired. So if you if you if if we misspeak or something like that, please forgive us. Uh, uh, l- let me say hello to everybody first. Hello, hello, hey, hello. Hey there, hi there, ho there. So um, there is a lot of coverage out there about the D twenty three Expo on our uh, YouTube page. Lots of videos, um, Craig, Michael, uh, Rhino, Jenny Lynn did a great job covering all the panels and everything, so uh, definitely go over there and get the details, there's video of some of this stuff, so we're not gonna, we're gonna, we're not gonna go into that, and plus, if you listen to our new show, we talk about the, the news that affects the parks, affects, affects Disneyland and California Adventure, so go over there and, and listen to that uh we're just going to talk about what what we liked what we didn't like um about this year's expo and if if you know we thought it was better or worse than previous years uh so let's let's get one thing out of the way at the beginning let's talk about shopping uh (laughs) i know i did the most of that (laughs) i was gonna say nancy nancy was in the the disney store a lot um, I know Michael. I know actually. I think Carol was was doing more shopping. Carol than Michael did was. more of it. I went into yeah. two of the three shops. Okay. Okay. So there were three shops. There's the Dream Store, which is the expo themed merchandise and, and things related to that. There was the Disney, and actually the Dream Store is run by Parks by Disneyland Park or Disneyland Resort. Um, the Disney Store, which was more collect like. Plush a Disney store. It was a Disney store with stuff like that. And then Mickey's of Glendale, which had that kind of merchandise in it. That, they, that a- they called the Emporium instead of Mickey's of Glendale when you were over there. Did they well, really? Yeah, I was confused. No, they called it Mickey's of, Mickey's of Glendale was Mickey's of Glendale, but right across the street from it, or right across the mm-hmm. aisle from it, was a section of the Emporium. The Emporium was oh. all the other, other, other so, people, like where we were, is the Emporium. Yeah, the co- Technically, the there were four places to shop. Yeah. Thanks, Nancy. Yeah. Or I, more. I didn't I didn't realize there were two different places. So yeah. Sorry about yeah. the interruption. Yeah. No, it's all right. No, no you're good. Yeah. Well, and that led to, that kind of is exemplary of some of the confusion that people had. People were constantly mixing up which store had what type of merchandise right, and right. things like that. Um, and where I've, you could find stuff. I had lots of questions from people about that. I, I never got into Mickey's of Glendale. It was always a line. Um, oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, Dream, Disney Store never got into. Finally, Dream Store got into it the last day. 
Um, Mary Jo, how was how was your shopping experience? It was really good. I I pretty much knew what I wanted to, to get. I didn't. I went okay. into the Disney store, but I didn't really want anything mm-hmm. from there. I went into the Dream Store. All I wanted was the pin. Right. Did that, you get uh, it? Oh yeah, I got I I got the pin. I was able to go there on Friday. Okay. Cool. Because I knew that things were going to be running out, and people had right. been. You know, doing things. Nancy knows a lot more about it, but all I right. was really, um, uh, all I really cared about was getting the pin that said the expo. So I, I got right, that. Right. And the one yeah. thing that I noticed is when you when you got there, they they segregated getting pins from the merchandise. So okay, you couldn't get pins and merchandise at the same time, and the pins were actually at the end of. At the, behind the cashiers, so I just right, went and to the they, they've done that before. They'll, they'll usually have like a paper, a flyer, or something with all the pins, and you just circle what you want or tell them what you want. And that's and that's what we did. I have this is my first D twenty three expo, so I have nothing to oh, compare okay, it, cool. Compare it to um, so. now something new they did this year was the store pass, where they give you gave out little fast passes to half hour blocks of time to do shopping. Did anybody use that? Um, Car- Carol did. Okay, and she yeah. used that, and and so we went in. I went. We went into the Dream Store and the Disney Store that way. Okay, cool. But by, by the I last have, day, yes, go ahead, Nancy. I was going to say I have very strong opinions about the Store Pass thing. Okay, well, um, sure. Basically, Store Pass was available at ten o'clock mm-hmm. and was gone well before eleven thirty to yeah. noon. Yeah. So, so unless you were a vendor who got was able to get in there and line up and get them early, if you wanted to go to a morning presentation, you got jack crap. Yeah. yeah. And they were saying, well, you know, oh, I heard at one point some cast members saying, oh, well, they were giving out smaller amounts of store passes because they just weren't sure, but they could have handled better capacity of mm-hmm. it. Right. Um. And frankly, what they should have done was split them into morning and afternoon store passes. Mm-hmm. You know, give out some in the morning, give out some in the afternoon, right. just like, like they did for the stage pass. Stage passes. Yeah. I think that that would have been a much more fair representative because if you didn't get a stage pass for the Disney store, you were standing in a minimum of a two to two and a half hour line right. the entire day, and mostly the line for the Disney store went for three to three and a half hours for just a regular guest who didn't get a store pass. So it did what FastPass does. It bogged down the line even more. Right. Um, And I'd gotten nowhere near Mickey's of Glendale. What kind of stuff was in there? Um, Mickey's of Glendale had uh, Shanghai, some limited edition um, Shanghai uh, merchandise. Not limited edition, but, you know, designed specially for the show. It said opening, you know. they also had some wonderful uh, bags, mugs, mouse pads, notepads um, with Evan Durrell style art of four, the first four Disney castles on one side and the first four haunted mansions oh, cool. on the other side. Cool. Um, or tote bags. Um, you could get the these products with the you know some of them were just haunted mansion or just the castles they had a giant tote bag which um re- you know reusable tote bag which had both on it they had um your basic disney imagineering 
you know, mm-hmm. property, Walt Disney Imagineering, right, any kind right. of shirt you wanted. Nice. They had some specific Star Wars themed merchandise. Um, they took the Star Tours travel posters that you see when you exit Star Tours, and they had converted four of those posters into mugs, which was very, very fun. Cool. Um, they had some Disneyland land themed merchandising. Um, in different shirts with like Fantasyland, Disneyland. They had the date night shirts. Um, they ha- also had, if you went into the Avatar section, you were given a little, um, a little voucher that would allow you to go in and purchase a, um, safari bag, basically, or a, a, you know, exploration satchel, mm-hmm. which had notepad, a, a notepad, field notes, and a pin, and everything for the Alpha Centauri um, expeditions. Cool. Uh, which is the name of the company that is is guiding you on the tours of Pandora. <laughs> so that was neat. It was about seventy five dollars for a satchel with a bunch of little stuff. Oh, it, there was a water bottle in it, um, the note field notepad, the pen, a pin. Stuff like that. I picked so, one up for one of my coworkers. Right. Uh, so, oh, and tons of pins, which I didn't even try for. Uh, oh, I did. Right, Na- Nancy, what was your favorite thing that you bought? Oh, my gosh. You know, what will be the most useful of the things oh, I bought was okay, my New ahead. Balance tennis shoes. No, there you go. <laughs> Nice. I got a pair of the Run Disney okay, shoes because okay, Michael so, always talks about how much he loves his. Yes, All right, Na- Nancy, what is the f- what is the one thing that you wish you had bought? Either you didn't buy it because you just changed your mind at the last minute, or you weren't able to get it. Well, I wasn't able to get the Once Upon a Time dolls, okay. but I was allowed to go through the line to uh, get uh, get someone else's second <sighs> set of dolls autographed. Nice. Okay. So I got to see them up you close and personal. Close. They were beautiful. Nice. Just beautiful products. There were a lot of gorgeous products this year. Michael, what what's the what's um what what's the one thing that you or Carol bought that you, that's your favorite? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we bought a rather large piece of furniture. Oh, yes, <laughs> this is a story. Theme Park Connection, who you know, Disney Parks and others, they sell a lot of things like you know, ride vehicles and signs and things like that to them. And then collectors buy them. Uh, stuff stuff the archives doesn't want, they, it, they take. Right, exactly. Well, folks remember that, uh, you know, before they, they made the storybook circus over in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, they had a, a very, you know, Mickey's Toontown Fair. And you would do meet and greets with Mickey and... We, there, there was a chair there that was one of four that Mickey sat in and did his meet and greets. And of course, it looked very much like Mickey. It was, it's black and red with its suit, like his shorts and has two big ears on the back. Well, John bought the chair in order to have it in the Diz Unplugged, you know, Dreams Unlimited travel booth. And at the end of it, we bought it. And it's, it's, it's getting to our house in a rather roundabout way because we weren't quite prepared to purchase a large chair and we've flown down for you, the, you expo. couldn't fit it in the overhead compartment. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been great. And then, um, so Nancy very graciously, um, took it to her <laughs> house and now apparently it's at Ian's, um, place of employment. And then we're well, going to drive down, um, on Labor Day weekend to pick it up. 
Nice. Actually, it's still in my car. It just went to Ian's place of employment this afternoon, so be it's, safe. It just, well, it just isn't it on tour right now? Yes, it is. It's right. on tour. It's a, I, I'm actually probably going to take it on a little mobile location tour throughout Burbank. <laughs> but Nancy will be sitting in it, waving. <laughs> Even I'm not that short. <laughs> anyway. Is there, any, is there anything that you missed or wish you had bought? You know, there wasn't. This year, there was nothing other than the chair that really excited me. Okay. Um, you know, it. I was really disappointed with the Disney store because it was basically dolls. And, yeah. And I'm not into that. And Carol went into the Imagineering store and she bought me some shirts and a portfolio and all that that I would use. And, you know, when we made it into the Dream Store, I bought a, a cover for my iPhone. You know, for um, the Mickey Mouse, the Mouseketeer one. Yeah, the Mouse, right. and Yay! that was that was it so was cool. It. What is yeah. it? What kind of a kind of a lid is it? Oh, it's a this. It's a for my iPhone. You know, it's case. It's just it's just the iPhone case for these, uh, and it commemorates the 60th anniversary of the Mickey Mouse Club. And it has that very similar artwork to the kind they had on the curtain. The little boy, stylized boy and girl, you know, in their Mouseketeer outfit. The big smiles. What, what, what was your favorite favorite purchase, Mary Jo? My favorite purchase would be the pins that I got at the um, Mickey's of Glendale shop. Okay, cool. They're, because you can't get them at Disneyland, but they were at Disneyland, so I consider them to be very unique. Mm-hmm. And probably my favorite pin would be the jingles um, from the on the would be the oh, King the Arthur's Carousel okay. jingles, yeah. right? She has it even has the little emblems from Mary Poppins on it. So nice. I know I really really like that. So I, I think that's my favorite purchase. Anything you missed out on? Um, I didn't have the budget. I would have loved to have got the um, the name plaque that Dave Alvincino had with the. Right. Disneyland ticket booklet. Oh yeah, and I, I really you have wanted too many to letters order. in your name. I, I know I'm I'm the next <laughs> tier up, but um, I really would have liked to to have got that. And there was I, a sh- lot I should of... get a discount. <laughs> I'll tell you what Dave told me. <laughs> a lot of people they get Disney gift cards and they save them, mm-hmm. and then when they get enough, they can purchase one of his um, artwork, which I think is a great way to to yeah. budget for it. Yeah. But I would no. That's a really good idea. It is. And then um, one of my friends, I forget, I somebody I know, said that um, all they wanted for their all they wanted was a, a an annual pass, and so they told everybody in their family to give them Disney gift cards. So if somebody wants to get something like that, they could just tell family members get them Disney gift cards, and they could put that towards mm-hmm. you know something like one of Dave's artwork. Kelly and I also saw a lot of beautiful prints that and and paintings and stuff out in the expo floor and oh, did, i did you go to the van eaton galleries oh my gosh maybe that's what i mean it was absolutely gorgeous some of those and i didn't look at them too closely because i don't have the budget for it yeah. so i didn't want to get heartbroken oh they had <laughs> they had original mary blair's there wow they, you they can had, you oh, can wow. imagine how much they were right they, they had. Do I know how much original Evan Durrells are? Yeah. Oh my God. And they I had. Imagine they had those there too, and they had cells that on that were matted, and on the mat it was autographed by Walt Disney. You know, it was 
I definitely, this, like I said, this was my first expo, so I wasn't prepared for the quality of items that they, they were going to have. <laughs> I, I will be for the next one. Yeah. Start so, saving those gift cards now. Oh, yeah, you know, or, you know, just I'll have my expo budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I must admit that I really was more, I was more interested in picking up little sumsums for my daughters mm-hmm. for motivational gifts and stuff like that. So I kind of stayed away from the bigger ticket items. But yeah, I know that there were a ton of gorgeous pieces. I looked through the art collection, things like that. I wish I would have stayed away from some of the smaller, the smaller things. I keep always saying that, you know, invest in one really good piece. Right. And don't waste your time with those small collectibles. Cause really, Frankly, the Disney store was n- not worth it. I really wish I could have picked up a couple of the... Um, I wish they would have had more items with the art style of the logo. You know, like Mickey in the car. Mm-hmm. And things like that. Because I know those ears made in that pattern were so cute. Right. And those ears went super fast. And I was disappointed that, like, the Dooney and Burks, um, I heard someone comment that they were already seeing them in Epcot by the first day of the expo. Oh, my goodness. That they were, that that wasn't an expo release. It was just being released. Hmm. So, that kind of saddens me a little bit that they're using it as more of a way to get out just kind of general mass merchandise. I agree. That I was, I was kind of disappointed in that. And I was kind of disappointed in myself for getting suckered into a few things like that. Um, and I know better this time, <laughs> you know, next time. Yeah. I know to completely avoid the Disney store. I would not do it again. Oh, the one thing I thought was really cool in the dream store, uh-huh. they had a coin press machine in the corner. Yes. Is that where it uh-huh. was? Okay. Yes. And they had a change machine in the opposite corner. Is that what that was? <laughs> the change machine? I, okay. So I saw the change machine, but I didn't see the, the, um, the coins, the penny presses, or I think quarter I think presses, you, right? You had to make your way around the back side of the animate, uh, you know, the the animator sketch table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where the, they had a reproduction of that table that they have in the back of the gallery on Main Street. You know right, where they, right. the artist sits and makes you your custom sketch. They had one of those tables set up in there, and it was right behind that in the corner. Okay. So you couldn't see it unless you kind of half heard about it or knew about it. Right. I saw somebody post them on pictures of the pennies on Facebook. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. I know, right? I have them. My girls love penny presses. You got them, Nancy? Yeah, I did. Very That's good, very cool. Good. I got, like, two of each. So. See, I, and, and I you know, the Disney store... Does like, like you said, does nothing for me. I don't think I've ever at any of the expos done the Disney store just because that that's not the kind of merchandise I'd be interested in. It was mostly well, they're making a big merchandise push on prince, like the princesses and their corresponding villains. Mm-hmm. So they were releasing doll sets yeah. of each one, and then they also had like um, an individual, so you could like buy each one or you could buy the whole set or pre-order the whole set right things like that now they did have a toy story anniversary merchandise collection which was okay i got a pizza planet shirt for my husband since i was in there but um and they had a some a small thing of star wars merchandise with the stormtrooper vinyls that are coming out 
the vinyl, oh, Irving Stormtrooper that. helmet vinylmations. Um, there was a, a couple limited edition watches, but somebody I know really got, it was somebody I know got. Oh, Leslie got. Uh, I'm not going to say. I got anything. one too. Yeah, I'm not going to Le- say. Leslie got the watch wait, too. Sh- 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 that's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just in case somebody listens. <laughs> yeah, uh, people we know got got <laughs> merchandise at their. Uh, that they're going to be uh, giving. <laughs> Sorry, Nancy. <laughs> well, we'll ju- you'll just have to send her a message and warn her. Yeah, tell her, don't, don't let her family don't listen, listen to, uh, to the show. Oh, that's too funny. But, I mean, anyway, other than other than those those three main stores, there was shopping, as we said, all over the expo in the Emporium area. You were referred to the Van Eaton galleries and things like that. I think the the one the one thing I, that I really wanted but I couldn't pull the trigger on was the Samsonite luggage. You didn't get it oh. after all. No, I didn't get it. It was two hundred dollars for the big. Yeah. One. Oh Jesus! Kelly and I were drooling it was, over it. It was a hard hard case luggage. I'm not Samsonite. American Tourister. I keep well considering it. how much I paid for my rollerboard. I bought in uh, the white and black Mickey one that I bought in uh, Florida. That wasn't far off. But this so, was this was the yellow or the Mickey. I know it was yellow, so cute with the yellow title card design. Oh yeah, that was my favorite. That's, I like that's that. the basis. That's the basis for my tattoo. So I, I really wanted it. But oh, that would have been. Oh, that would have matched. That would have been so cute at the store. You could have just tattoo show me your boy. tattoo. Just match. Yeah. You could say that's but, my you know, luggage. Look. First, the, the the first time you take it on a trip, it's going to get all scratched up, and I don't know. That's what somebody was saying. They were saying that they were getting the soft sided because the hard sided was getting deep right, too right. much. But but any other highlights of the Emporium area? The Emporium, yeah, they uh, kind of a highlight for me, but not for them. You know, um, our friend uh, Russell Flores has the mm-hmm. book "Seen and Unseen Disneyland." They were right. in the corner of the Emporium, so right. I I spent. A good part of Saturday looking for them because <laughs> I wouldn't pull out the map because I wanted to buy his new book. <laughs> you were so being I, a man, Mary Jo. I was. I was. My testosterone was like high on Saturday for whatever reason. But anyway, so I couldn't. I didn't find him. So Sunday, I was like, I hope Russell's here. I hope Russell and Kelly and I decided to do to uh, explore the the expo floor. So I told. I said, okay, my number one thing I want to do is find Russell. So we went over there and. Um, and I got my, I got books that, I mean, they almost rank as high as the pins that I get, you know, but <laughs> Russell kindly and very generously donated a book to give kids the world for our next diva event and autographed it and, and talked the other authors into doing it also. So that was a very generous thing that he did for give kids the world. So thank you, Russell. But I got, I bought the books there. So I like those in the corner. And what they also had in the Emporium were things that are going to come out. And Kelly was really geeking out over the new Tsum Tsums that are going to be coming out. And they have these little, like, stackable Tsum Tsums that are coming out. They're all stackable. Oh, well, they're hard. They're hard. They're little. They're not those stuffed animal ones. Oh, I saw those at our Hallmark store. Okay. uh, They had a whole slew of them that are going to be coming out um, this fall. And so Kelly was totally geeking out over those, and and she we, she was enjoying looking at all the new items and the other items that they don't sell in the Disney store, but it's related. So we had fun going through all of that. 
again, next time we'll have our envelope Very full cool. of our expo budget. <laughs> now, did anybody do any of the meet and greets? Oh, the, you did the, the Once Upon a Time. Any of the meet and greets or photo opportunities? No. I was going to say... No, not really. Okay. I mean, there Nancy's were all kinds, um, of, all kinds of sign, signing opportunities from the panels and photo time. ops from Disney Store stars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't have the time. Yeah. I was in lines for all the presentations if I had to If the kids would have been there, we would have done a couple of right, them. Right. I mean, they didn't come till Sunday, and then they came <laughs> after their favorite stars were there. Michael, do you want to talk about the trading cards? Yeah. Carol got into this. They had, uh, when you got your program, they had, uh, I think it was, it was Chase, right? That was doing those. You I'm got, not sure. it was a little, yeah, it was a D23 Expo. Yeah, it was Visa. Tra- oh, okay. Yeah. Trading Yeah, cards. Chase Disney Visa. Yeah. It was a, it was a, uh, now I've lost my train of thought. Um, it was a D23 Expo trading card quest presented by, yeah, Disney Visa card. And there were 30 event exclusive uh, trading cards. They had all kinds of different characters, like Ariel. Uh, uh, you know, the, some of the characters from Fantasia, from the classic films, from Pixar films. But there were some that were harder to get than others. I think. Oh gosh, there was one. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it, Hatbox Ghost. The Hatbox Ghost. There was, was the worst. actually a fight that broke out. Oh, on wow. the ex on the exhibit floor between two people over a hatbox ghost card, and then there was a a fourteen year old boy who had i think i think he had a whole bunch of maleficence and i mean he had like thirty of them, and he was bartering like he was in some uh, i don't know some old world uh, marketplace where you know he wanted three of some certain cards for one maleficent and all this kind of stuff and then somebody said who knew him his mother was like a real big ebay seller and so he was working with her trying to get several of these complete sets so oh yes So anyway, it was fun. You, you, there were, there were little symbols of like little stars or pixie dust on the map. And you could go to those card distribution centers. And every and so often they would like send out a, put, a, an email, yeah, like a notification. Yeah. And it would go you, through the app. Yeah. Yeah. Through the app. And they would tell you where to go in the whole place. Cause you had to go to the second or third floor and they'd be giving them away. Of special cards but people really got yep. into it and they, they were pretty they, they were very well illustrated what i liked about those cards is when we were waiting in our two-hour lines for the shows and stuff people were trading them and it was a really nice way to break the ice mm-hmm. and start chatting with people we didn't know and i thought okay in addition to to getting these little cards this is a kind of a cool way to right. get people to talk to each other yeah and some of the cards, if they were from the same film, when you put them together, it completed a scene. Ooh. And so, you know, like, you know, there would be a little background or something when you put them all together. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, anything else that we want to talk about on the on the expo floor, on the, on the Emporium or the... the f- Do you want our thoughts about floor? it in... Yeah, go for in it. In general? Okay. When I got there on Friday, of course, didn't I, I kept getting lost because I didn't know what was going on. But they did have um, a main quarter that was called, I think, Mickey Avenue or Mickey something. Mm-hmm. And if you paid attention, they had directional signs above 
Mm-hmm. And I thought that they had placed their um, cast member, staff people in good places to ask questions. So if you weren't afraid to ask, you could find out pretty pretty quickly how to get to different places until you finally got the, you know, got the, the lay of the land. It took me a good 15 minutes to find the, the Diz booth. And I was in the A section just because... I kept getting turned around, mm-hmm. and then well, when when I found out there, I was like, "Oh my gosh, they're right there!" You know. You know, you know. I tried asking them questions too, and the most common answer I got was, "I don't know." Well, that was just—I uh, don't know. It, it's a problem with every expo: is the lack of communication amongst the people who are staffing it. Right now, I noticed that especially in the light blue shirts, but if you ask the temps. people in the because those are the volunteers yeah, yeah. and the extra, yeah. you know, whatevers. Um, but the people in the black shirts knew what was going on. Yeah, but I never That's like seemed you mentioned to find staff. them. And, and again, you're talking yeah. about 50 different divisions of Disney all trying to work together. And, and yeah, um, it's pretty rough. Weekend. Yeah, yeah but there. you know, if, but if you're the per- if you're supposed to be the yes. go-to person yeah. to give out information, there has to be a way they f- prepare these folks. Yeah. I, like no, I do said- agree with you on that. Yeah, I like how you say that because it's not their fault; it's their managers for not. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes even the managers are giving conflicting information. All right, Um, let's before we talk about our favorite panels, um, let's talk about food for a second. Did anybody eat the expo food? No. Yes. Nancy, what what did you do? The food Um, trucks or just the the snack bars? Well, my husband did the food truck. Did um, the food trucks that were in the courtyard? Okay, yeah. Um, The food they had one courtyard that had that was doing the burgers for the burger stand. Mm -hmm. And if you were smart enough, you went out to the cashier outside because it had the same food that was inside. Right, Right. But they had no lines outside. Nice. Which was a good hint. I mean, I at one point walked out and saw a huge line, and I, like, walked over to some people and said, you know, there's no line outside. Oh, that Same was nice food. of you. Yeah. And um, I didn't try the indoor Mexican, but my daughter's quesadilla from the outdoor Mexican food truck was really good. And, of course, they had the grilled cheese truck on the inside, right. um, which we've talked about, I think, on the show before, mm-hmm. um, which is one of L.A.'s more famous trucks. And if you were patient enough to work with them, because they get a huge crowd and it right. takes a long time yeah, if, to do them. If you wanted to eat at prime dining lunchtime, it was line. Horrid. Yeah, horrid, yes. That, that would be a good word for it, yes. The ice cream and the pretzels were good. You know, they always are. Yeah. You you could find times when those lines were shorter, yeah. like when yeah. everybody would mass into a presentation, like mm-hmm. when they would head for all the lines. Right. That was the best time to grab uh, the, food. The first day, I didn't eat until I tried. I went over at like 3 o'clock, and it was a horrendous line. So when I went upstairs, I was going to go to a presentation, Um and I had needed to be there at a certain time because I had a at a at a at a stage pass, and so up on the second floor they had a a little stand with stuff, and there were there were three people in there, and they were taking their sweet time. So I went to the presentation, got out of the presentation, and the the stand was closed. Oh man! They were yep. Restocking, like uh. So. Um, yeah. 
We had a, a little wrap. Mary Jo and I split a little wrap from that the was good. floor stand. And it was actually really pretty decent. Yeah. And the breakfast stuff from the little coffee shop in the in the lobby was so tell them your good. What, tell them your impression of uh, Sunday with that with that lobby. Oh my God! So okay, they have this little eco friendly coffee shop all the way at the very end. Right. They only had, and and they this year they decided to run the expo lines inside the hall, and you know if you got in before a certain time, great. Everybody was sitting there. That little coffee stand had Thursday, Friday, and Saturday hours posted. Nothing on Sunday. Those people, yay for them giving their employees a day off, but dang, they lost a lot of money <laughs> for a business yeah. because all the people were sitting there, and my guess is maybe nobody told them they were going to do that whole lineup thing because uh, any business owner would have looked at that and said, oh, easy cash. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about our favorite panels or presentations. Let's start with Michael. What was What was your favorite one? Wow. Um I know. You you went to a lot, I know. I did. I had to I I I went to all the the, all the ones in Hall D23. Quote, quote unquote arena presentations. Yeah, arena presentations, yeah. And gosh, you know, the first of all, I have to say I was completely wrong when I said for months there are going to be no major announcements. They're going to wait until two weeks later. They did wait about a day later for one announcement. And that we're not going to get anything major from the parks. I mean, we got all kinds of announcements, which Tom mentioned are on our other shows and on the, you know, on the Disboard site and all that. But um, I would have to say it was probably... Oh, I would say theme parks and resorts. Okay. Because, well, they built on, they gave us a little more information about the Star Wars expansion that we're getting at Disneyland. And they talked a little more about some of the other Star Wars events that we're going to be getting. But it really convinced me that Pandora, the world of Avatar at Animal Kingdom, which is my favorite park in Disney World, um, isn't, is going to be something really magnificent. Okay. And, and I was a real critic of it. So I think, uh, I think that just seeing all the expansion mm-hmm. that they're doing, I mean, there, there's a lot going on in yeah. the parks. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Cool. And um, you know what I'm glad about? I'm glad that they decided to keep Cars Land special for us. Yeah. Yes. That was well, what I was really thrilled to hear out yeah. of that whole presentation. Um, for those who, that didn't watch, the the toy st- was a Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios is going to have a Little Green Men ride that is basically a re- remake of Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. So with that, I'm assuming that we're assuming that they won't be getting Cars Land because Cars Land would most like would have most likely included Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. So. Yeah. Um and they're also they're also describing it in terms of immersive like Cars Land and, and things like that. So um Mary Jo, what was your favorite panel or presentation? It's hard to choose, but okay. if, if since you're only giving us one well, I'm gonna s oh if I can say I, okay. I may come back to you if we have more time. Okay. <laughs> uh, for now I'll say the Broadway show. Okay, cool. Because they were it was uh, Disney Originals on Broadway. Mm-hmm. I liked it so much. I went both times morning and nice. afternoon. Nice. And, this, and the first time I saw it with Leslie, Chris, and all my diva friends, and everybody, 
the divas pulled themselves. Everybody loved that show. That that was a highlight for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We got star quality. And I don't know their last names. May, maybe one of you, but Josh from Tarzan. Trish Strickland, yeah. Um, Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. And James, um, who was the genie in Aladdin, has a yeah. Tony Award. James Marone Inglehart. They Thank you. Mm, his last name starts with an I. Inglehart. James Marone Inglehart. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um, we we had a two-hour concert, right. and they 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 became the characters that they sang, and the the quality of their performance was amazing. I was I was my eyes were welling up just because it was so beautiful in the first show, and the second show I was getting a kick because Carol was bopping and she was la- she was <laughs> dancing to the music. She she loved that show. Oh. And when I saw the show, I said, I was thinking, because Kelly wasn't with me, I, and I was thinking, Kelly has to see this, mm-hmm. see this show. But I, since you had to get tickets and stuff, I didn't think anything of it. And thank goodness Carol had two extra tickets, and Nancy forfeited hers for us. So thank you, Nancy. And, um, You're welcome. So we I was went, hungry. <laughs> and and we, it, it was just beautiful. And the second time we saw the show, Richard Sherman was in the audience. So it, it was just fantastic nice yeah um nancy besides once upon a time i'm kidding what was your <laughs> what was your favorite actually that wasn't my favorite of all the panels okay. well that was a really fun panel and i really enjoyed yeah. it um actually my favorite was the 60 years of imagineering disneyland okay. where um where oh and i can't remember her name madame leota's daughter uh, oh, Kim, Kim Irvine. Irvine. Yeah. Kim Irvine, duh. Um, where Kim, no, where not Kim, Kim Irvine, Irvine duh. <laughs> Sorry. Where Kim Irvine hosted um, two different panels of Imagineers, um, the Imagineers of the past and the Imagineers of the present. And it was a really kind of interesting discussion because Marty Sklar sat in on both of them. Um, it was a really interesting discussion. First, they talked about developing the park with Walt, and then they took a break and discussed um, developing the park after Walt and moving forward and how they're, how the plan is to keep Walt's theories and philosophies alive in the Imagineering department. And I thought, you know, I sat there and I thought, I wish my kids were just a little bit older that they could listen right. to this and they yeah. could really understand. Um, and of course they were showing, um, little snippets from Kim's new movie, um, which is looking in depth at the Imagineering process and the Imagineers themselves and mm-hmm. full of interviews of past um, past and present Imagineers and that's going to be a spectacular documentary when it comes out mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they're giving her unprecedented access and stuff so that was really memor- you know, extremely memorable for me very cool alright Mary Jo let's, let's, let's kind of start wrapping this up any any other thoughts that you want to share about the expo that just that we haven't covered yet? I would I know just, that, like you said, this was your first time. Mm-hmm. But I was lucky because I had friends who had been there before. Mm-hmm. And so, Nancy, it, it's we, we took a group picture on one of the mornings that we were waiting, and Nancy said it takes a village to strategize for the expo. Yes. And I truly believe that if you can coordinate with friends, um, 
Oh, oh, here's a lesson learned too. Okay, I'll tell it. If you can coordinate with friends, <laughs> um, taking turns sh- standing in line for things mm-hmm. and. Getting, and store, even, getting stage passes. Getting and, stage yes. passes and yeah. also um, even talking about the stuff that's happening because there's so much, it's kind of overwhelming. And although they give you a booklet, who has time to read this booklet even right. when you're in line? You're too busy talking to people and going around and stuff, so there's no time to digest it, even though they gave us the app and even though they gave us the, the, the website. Anyway, so I say that would help. The other thing is keep in mind that just because you're inside the building – don't think that you don't need your lanyard and ticket because sometimes a show might have you go out where you're in the lobby outside area and you have to have your pass to get back into the expo. So what a lot of us were doing is we would take a group of passes and one or two people would stand in line for the stage pass, which is totally acceptable. But then if they try to go into a store or they try to go into um, the archives area or any of those other exhibits they weren't allowed to go in without their pass and so there was confusion and frustration with that so it's one of those things where you have to kind of be aware before you go and when you're in line at five in the morning (laughs) take the time to to look to read those the tips that they give you and talk to the people who've been there before to get those lessons learned are you excited for 2017 Oh heck yeah! I, okay, I cool. I've got my envelope ready to put my money in. Nice, nice, Nancy. What 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 what's your takeaway? My takeaway is to decide what really matters to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a one day guest, if if you're, you're a one day guest, done. <laughs> no, if you're a one day guest. Unless there's a presentation that you cannot live without on that day, right? just plan on focusing on the expo floor. Right. Because between all of the photo opportunities provided, I mean, my husband geeked out over, over the Guardians of the Galaxy rocket pod. <laughs> you know, just... The photo ops, you know, being putting yourself in a movie, going through, you know, the Imagineering Pavilion and get I mean, how many of us took pictures with the Avatar, the bust of the Avatar gal, whose name I cannot remember. I did um, with my good friend Joe Rody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Nice. <laughs> um, you know... Just all of the things you can see and do. Um, and, you know, we made cans of Coke with our names on them. We yeah, planned, you know, we, we prepped up bags at the Disney, you know, the Disney volunteers. change, vol- the volunteers change yeah. for w- good booth. Yeah, you know, yeah. we, we made a difference. You know, we took that extra little time to make a difference. Um, and the people you could talk to all while the floor, you know, we were on the floor. Heck, right before I left, I saw a girl who was cosplaying and she didn't have the little, she was doing Emma Swan from Once Upon a Time and she didn't have the little necklace with the swan thing that you can get online or you can buy when you're in Steveston, like Mary Jo and I did. I got like three of them. I was holding on to them and I was wearing one that day. And I decided to take it off, and I went up to her and told her she was missing something, and I gave it to her. And she was about 16 years old. It was like her first cosplay event. And I just gave it to her, 
you know, and and left. And she and you took a picture. And I took a picture with her too. Gave her my gave her my podcast business card and said, "I just when do you know who gave it to you?" And or I didn't even say that. I just said, "Here, here's our show," you know. And she, as I started to walk away, she's like, "You're giving it to me." And I could, I could feel like she was just about ready to cry, and I gave her a big right. hug, and I walked away. And I got a chance to do something fun for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, people were doing that all over, be it, yeah. you know, handing off their shopping passes to make yeah. somebody's mm-hmm. life easier. Right, right. Or helping or, somebody or get-, get in line, or helping, mm-hmm. like, one of our listeners who was claustrophobic and you know it was her first expo and as she put it she was in her she was in her sandbox and she couldn't play with her toys and a whole the divas kind of came together yay go diva dis divas and they took care of her and you know how awesome is that all right so, michael i'm meet sorry your people there you go <laughs> Michael, last thoughts. Okay, well, I had a, I have a couple of things. Go but for it. One is is it, it, uh, this is my third one I've been to, and I uh-huh. felt this one was a, the most chaotic okay. that I've been to. I thought the way it was laid out, it it made oh, it, it it created a lot of gridlock. There were only two aisles that went the length of the expo. So everybody sooner or later had to get in these two aisles. And then you have the brilliant people that have to stop and read their messages or stop <laughs> and have conversations and stop and pose for statues. And, and then they even make it more difficult to get through. And, and, and I didn't care for how they loaded the, so, so D23, if you're listening, I didn't care for how <laughs> they loaded the, um, the rooms, uh, mm-hmm. like the, the hall, like I would wait five and a half hours to get into, you know, the legends or something. And then I invariably, because they loaded by row, I was as far over to the right or left as you could get. And I didn't like how the hall D23 was set up, where it was extremely wide and not very deep so that if you were in the wings you couldn't see the stage at all and that's what happened to me every time and then but if you the overflow people who are maybe there an hour they put them in the center i and heard I about that th- there's something really wrong with this mm-hmm. and by the second or third time this happened, because it was the same people all getting there early, uh, there was a lot of grumbling and there were a lot of people complaining and yelling. And of course, like always, the cast members that are front line are just saying, this is how we were told to do it. We completely agree with you, but this is how we were told to do it. And I don't know. I would have thought by the fourth time, Disney would know how to organize something. Right. And, you know, I think it's time for them to get whomever, like, does Comic-Con in San Diego and get them to just plan this. Mm-hmm. And um, Somebody and, who does conventions for a living. Right. Because yeah. this right. is just beyond Disney to, to be able to do. Because, okay. like, like, Mary Jo, you're talking about Russell, where he was way off. And where you had to go looking for him, that there were a lot of vendors complaining about that. And they I they stuck them in a corner. Yeah, and I've heard vendors who have been at 
previous expos say this was the the worst year they've done in selling merchandise and they were the ones that were you know off at the end of these dead end uh-huh. you know aisles right i mean i never so. made it to the back of the corners of the vendors yeah never and anyway but on the positive note Yay. is you know yeah we, you know, I, what what I was able to attend, I loved. Uh, it was fantastic that we had a booth this year, and I know it was a lot of work for for the yes. Dreams Unlimited <laughs> side of it. Because yeah. Tom, that's where you spend a lot of time. Yeah, I did. And you know, and and Kevin and John and and uh, Tracy, you know, Tracy, Tracy, and oh my gosh, I I the first time I spent about a half an hour doing that, I was exhausted, <laughs> and um. But it was just so nice meeting listeners and yes. viewers and, you know, hearing from them how much they enjoy the show and how, you know, they've welcomed us into their lives and, you know, their routine and all that. So that that was really nice. And it was fun that we got to do a show together. And, you know, we had folks that listened to us standing there watching us. It was It was a lot of fun. I hope we do that again. Definitely. All right. Can I just add to that then? Just a few seconds. Go. Yeah, go ahead. Just really quickly. um, I just wanted to add on to Michael's um, note, thanking the listeners who came up and said hello, because they also came up to to Nancy and me. And I have to give a shout out to Joe. Nancy and I were standing in line. And this has not, this has happened to all of you. You've never had, it hasn't happened to me where somebody totally that I don't know. And of course they recognize Nancy's voice. But he came up and, and his name's Joe and he, he lives locally and he looked at us and he just had this look like, I know you. And so we just looked at, we approached him. He was standing right next to us and he asked us if we were on the show and he recognized Nancy. And I just, it was just so nice to meet somebody like that. And everybody uh-huh. who took the time, uh, Kevin Brubaker hunted us down and, and got to meet with Nancy and Jorge came up to the booth and said hi to all of us and just other people and who, some of them are friends and some of them are people we met for the first time that are, are now our yep. friends. Right, right. Thank you very much to all of you who did that. You don't know how much we appreciate. I, I appreciate it. I know you guys do yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And it's, if we're mentioning folks that helped us, you know, there were four listeners that the only way I got to all those arena shows is because they saved spots for me because you know we had to record the live stream shows which meant i couldn't get back in line in time for some of the arena shows and so it's like you know patty alex mike and matt all at times just got in those lines and saved spots for me so i could get in there and 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 we'd have we'd have listeners come and I'd, i'd meet them and they're like well where's everybody else i go well we'll Michael will be back at this time, or Nancy, you know, and they would come back just to meet Aww. people, and and it's just it was just amazing. Great folks, yeah. just great folks so nice. all over. All mm-hmm. right, definitely, and again, we appreciated meeting you all. Um, yeah. All right, that is the D twenty three Expo for twenty fifteen wrap up. That is going to do it for this segment of the Does Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.